1: hi everyone Ooh, boy oh boy we got a fun episode for you um we really just had such a blast and you're in for a treat uh before you get that sweet treat we have got to do something we love to do which is to shout out our newest patrons on the patreon they are our sweet treat we love them so and uh, the first one up, we have a new champion for actress rights. They're going to have a lot of information to be fueled uh, on with this episode, and, and it's Ashley Tragan. Ashley, welcome! Thank you for the important work that you welcome. do. Uh, we also have some new uh, Vessel Heads. I think their Vessel Heads are also going to find something in this episode. So
2: Something for uh, everyone. Um,
1: a feast for all. Um, and we have to welcome Leanne Challenger, Laura Hain, Mallory Crow, and Laura Loves Nasty Nightgowns Smith. Ooh, <laughs> welcome maybe. to all. Thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate you you are our sweet treat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: saying that over and over
1: again. Next up we have
2: um, our newest members of Tony fucking Collette's inner circle and boy do we have a sweet treat for you we- <laughs> sweet treat. treat
3: for them. <laughs>
2: But uh, there is some <laughs> sweet, sweet info about our dear, dear Tony that's coming your way. Um, stay tuned at the end of this episode just to find out how sweet she really is. <laughs> um, OK, so there are so many of you. Um, we have Oliver Jackson, Una Rose, Tessa Foster, Ashley Bloom, Jenna Gonzalez, Cecilia Lujano, Cephet, Crimson Russell, K.L.E. Harmony, Daniel Duer, Annabella Rollinson, Margaret Fleming, Christina, Kelsey Middleton, Thomas Wales, Andrea Schneider, DL, Guia Baptista, Killian Sanders, Nathaniel Bar- Barbian, Denisio Truitt, Blacklink, Firelink, Ash Gray, Carlson, John Sansone, Rosa. Rachel Taylor
4: and Pizza Sheet baby. Woo baby Hen you knocked that out of the goddamn park Thank you Just want to point out that Jenna Gonzalez is going to be Silent Jenna's name when she marries Emily <laughs> I <can't
1: wait. laughs> I can't wait. And I will make her change her name I will make
4: her <laughs>
1: Marry me Change your name
4: And we have just one more Person to thank Someone who has upgraded Who I'll never get sick Of saying this name It is Taylor Lautner's wig (laughs) Thank you Taylor Lautner's wig And just one more Little piece of info For you guys On Patreon You can change Your little avatar photo And it is a photo Of Taylor Lautner With that With that beautiful Long hair
1: Gorgeous That real hair That long real hair
4: (laughs) Um, If you would like to Become a patron You can do do so by heading to patreon.com slash podcast, Many, many sweet treats await you. Our dear sweet <laughs> treats. Sweet treats for sweet treats all around. Sweeties get sweeties. <laughs> and uh, oh my God. And yeah, you guys are just going to fucking love this episode. So enjoy.
1: Mm-mm, hope you're hungry.
4: <laughs> this is Emily, Henley and Sammy. And you're listening to Too scary, didn't watch.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary, Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies.
4: I'm Henley, and I'm also too
2: scared to watch scary movies.
4: I'm Sammy, and I love scary movies, so I watch them so that you don't have to, and I tell you all about them. Oh, she's so good at it, too. God. (laughs)
1: She's so fucking <laughs> good at it. That's just become an official part of the intro is every time Henley has to go, God, she's good at it. She's great at it. She is. She's so good. She is. Um, what's up with us this week?
2: Um, okay. Well, I don't think I've talked about this yet, but I just wanted to um, let everyone know that I'm really into a new TV show. <gasps> it's really okay. important. <laughs> okay. So Tim and I need a really low stakes show to watch. Uh When we're putting Silas to bed. So we started watching The Voice, and I've never seen it before, but it is honestly so fucking entertaining. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Watching Ariana Grande and John Legend like hang out together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, genius. Why not? I'm really enjoying it. Right, love Kelly Clarkson. Have never thought about Kelly Clarkson once in my entire life, and now I'm watching her every night on a TV show, and she's the fucking
4: best. I love her. How often is it on? Is it a w- a weekly show or it's is on it
2: twice a week? And one and one of those nights, it's a like an hour and forty five minute
1: show.
4: Damn. That's some bachelor shit. That's some bachelor shit.
2: <laughs> it's really so much content. And I just got to say, I'm really enjoying myself. Wow. I'm so, congratulations. I'm
1: so, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's. I was about to say, you have talked about this before on the podcast, but it's because you've talked about it to me because uh, my thing is that I saw Henley last week in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We went to New York. It was great. You know, I know I've been talking about New York is over because I'm really mad that Henley moved there. But maybe now that's a thought. We all move there is sort of how yeah, I'm feeling. Just, just a thought. Just a thought. I'm I'm considering it. I'm in. I, I did. I truly I text like 10 of my closest friends. Uh, that's a lie. I Four. I don't How many close friends do I think I have? I was going to say Jesus. <laughs> I, I said I was like, that's insane. I literally I think texted four people and I was like, so do we want to move to New York? Um, because also, you know, I think it's just—it's not fair to LA. The juxtaposition between New York and LA right now, you know, we just—we've been locked in our homes, and then I went to New York and was like, "Oh my God, you can walk everywhere, you can go everywhere, you can see everything." I'm I'm in the park, I'm in a restaurant, I'm in a bar. Like it just felt so good to be in New York. It feels and, like that, it feels uh,
2: like that all the time.
1: No, it never not You It never stops <laughs> feeling liar. like that. Um, also, yeah, I'm like, I am such a baby when it comes to cold, so I know that I would have, I would have really a hard time. But I'm just floating it that maybe, maybe we move to New York at some point. Also, it's so good to see Henley and sweet Silas, who is just really freaking cute. A real treat. New York is great. I just
2: have to say, like, Emily, it's almost cruel of you to be just dangling this in front of my face. (laughs) Hey,
1: Henley, you moved, man. You're the one who moved.
4: It's on you, Hen. I might need to move back.
2: I might need to move back. I don't know. What if
4: you move back and we move to New York? That would be (laughs) me.
1: That's what you get, (laughs) Henley. Um, No, I would be devastated. I'd be devastated. I also, I had never been to Brooklyn before, which is crazy. I'd only been to Manhattan, and Mm. truly, being in Brooklyn for a week is what made me think, oh, I could live here. Like it it changed everything for me. Brooklyn is great. Who knew? Everyone except for me. <laughs> and so I, I, one thing I did want to say, this is not necessarily New York related, but we did this while we were in New York. On our last night there. Also, it's just like really hard to do New York every single night for six nights. Like I felt very physically bad. But on our last <laughs> night, we we like, we're going to do a big dinner with our friends. We went to a steakhouse. It's like a tradition with Joel and his friends that they do like a big New York dinner when they're there. And you guys know, I haven't really done red meat for very long in my life. I, like, just the past few years was like, I'm going to, like, eat steak. Um, And... So we got we got this dinner. I got a, some wagyu steak, which is a thing I've only ever heard Sounds about. Fancy, it's fancy, and it's also like those cows are treated very nicely, so it feels like a nice way to eat steak. <laughs> like the deal, they like the meat is so good because the cows, as far as I understand, like, happy. they get, just so They get they get like massages. Like it's like oh the best God. the best life for a, <laughs> I for had a, no idea. It's the best way to live if your goal is to be kills um is those cows and and so i was like
4: oh. and that is their goal and that, that is am- their goal and that's their ambition
1: and i so i was like i'll try that and and it was it was i took like 3 bites it was so rich it was very good but like intense and anyway we were at people at dinner were like oh we're going to get the meat sweats today and i was like aha what a funny joke we're all telling and then i i felt i went to sleep i woke up a, Two hours later and was like, I'm dying. Like, I felt so physically ill in a way that I was like, human beings are fucking doomed. Like, we just spent so much money to be like, fancy dinner to then just like, like, I felt my body being like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I like, couldn't sleep all. It was like. So you got the meat sweats. I got the meat sweats. Oh, no. (laughs) And it just might be like, what are we doing? What are we doing as humans? excess, excess. We're, just in,
2: we're just indulging ourselves before the end times massaging
1: cows to then eat a few bites and then feel like dying like it's like mm-hmm. a very crazy cycle wow anyway i love new york <laughs> i love new york i love new york god i love new york um what's up with you sammy
4: um well speaking of traveling i just wanted to do a quick temperature check uh on your guys's desire to go to london to see abba performance holograms with me
1: <laughs> uh hundred degrees is my temp is it is the temperature hot if you want to do it
2: i haven't heard of this
4: this is a thing what is this Yes. okay so abba recently re- released a new album after 40 years
1: 40 years
4: i know and they recorded a live show uh, in like motion capture <gasps> and so they're building a stadium or like a concert venue that's i think just called like the abba venue or something like that in london where it's specially designed for these holograms and it will be them as they looked in 1979 performing all of their songs and it's just only in London and I'm I just like have to go (laughs) and so it would be nice if you guys also wanted to go because I'll I'll go go by myself no I would go but I'd have more fun if somebody went with
1: me I love the narrative of you going to that by yourself but I also I will go with you (laughs) also I want to see the motion capture taping that's I really want to see that
4: there is absolutely YouTube videos of it. Great, you can see it. For I want to sure.
1: watch every mo- uh, everything that uses motion capture. I want the raw footage.
4: It's so funny. You love your Dan Stevens in his in his beast costume. <sighs> it's one of my favorite
1: <laughs> singular images. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll go. When is it supposed to be, Sammy?
4: Um, it starts next May, and
1: I th- like 2022.
4: Yeah, and they're saying that it like will go for a long time it's like a residency like britney spears's residency by the way britney spears yeah
2: britney spears huge news
4: hello free 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 of the conservatorship hell yeah it's a
1: good (laughs) it's i can't i can't
4: believe it it's amazing i
2: mean it would have been really messed up if she'd stayed in that after all the press
4: fucking documentaries yeah wow yeah fucking shit show but
1: Really happy for her. Anyways,
4: so this will be very similar to Britney Spears's residency in Vegas, in that it'll go on for perhaps four years or so.
1: Oh, so we got. And time. so we've
4: got time <laughs> because they'll never get tired. Because it's not it's not them. They'll never it's, get
1: tired. <laughs> they could do it forever.
4: <laughs> wow! Wow!
1: What I mean, wow! What a time! You I'm know? There. Great.
4: Sold. Okay. Okay. Great. This That's is great. really exciting. Um, we've got a lot of plans to look forward to. A lot. Um, but before that, let's talk about this week's movie, which is Aliens. Came out in 1986, directed by James Cameron, written by James Cameron, David Geiler and Walter Hill, starring Sigourney Weaver, Michael Bean, Carrie Henn, Paul Reiser, Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, and William Hope. And it is available to rent for $3.99.
1: Wow um Aliens the sequel to Alien which I like for a sequel just adding an s
4: yeah, hell
1: yeah um also for this one it's like and guess what
4: there's more it's correct it's it's the right it's the right name it's for it's the right
1: it's the right name um and we we will not just be discussing this alone this week we are joined by a guest we are so Thrilled to have uh, the very delightful Haley Joel Osmond. Hello.
3: How's
1: Hello. How's
0: it going? Haley. Nice to see you guys and hear you guys oh for God. everyone listening to the podcast.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. sorry, you guys don't get to see us, yeah. you just get to listen
0: It's a great four square, it's a really good one today We have some delightful rooms in the back, yeah, it's great
1: <laughs> Fills up the Zoom in a really pleasant way
0: Yeah, uh, I could talk about Brittany for two hours, but we can do Haley uh, Yeah, Haley, instead. I mean, feel free, two hours <laughs> uh, Contrary to what I said before we started recording uh,
4: <laughs> I mean For those
0: listening at home, I'm dog sitting, so I have a dog handoff later today, so it's, that's that's, that's what's on the schedule next. But, that's yeah. the schedule. So you'll talk about yeah. about Brittany until yeah, then. Yeah,
1: until the dog owner comes.
0: <laughs> until yeah. the dog leaves.
1: Kaylee, um, <laughs> how how are you? How, what's up with you?
0: I'm great. You know, we're all kind of in this weird limbo where like life is kind of back. You know, we're doing things. It seems pretty safe. I got my booster and it kicked my ass for like four <gasps> days.
1: No. Yeah. Which
0: is what happened to me with the second dose. Uh, the first yeah, dose the did nothing. Me up. Yeah, the second one, Same. I was just, like, sick and, like, shivering. Weird thoughts. Awful. Um,
4: oh, weird thoughts. Yeah, just, like, oh, weird no. circular
0: things. It's at night, so you're, like, you're awake, you're asleep. Like, this yeah, thing happened yeah, to yeah. me. Bad. There was this guitar riff in my mind from a song, and I couldn't place it, and it was driving me crazy, and it was an oh. earworm. <sighs> and then I remembered it was from a Neil Young song, and as soon as I remembered it was Neil Young, I couldn't remember what riff I'd been thinking of. No.
3: So, no. Like, that's
0: no. so that's what you can expect from the dose. I don't want to oh, give the no. anti-vaxxers any more fuel, but... Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, your. are <laughs> Fueling the anti-vax right it's now. Great. A lot of yeah, it's anti-vax great. Anti-vax listeners. It's yeah. sort of
4: our main base.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
4: well, not to make you feel bad, but I also got the booster and I had no reaction at all. So we've got. I don't both know. Sides here. Yeah.
0: Like it doesn't seem to have any obvious connection to age or or past no. history. Like the one thing I I did think is that. My dad had no reaction and my mom had like my reaction. My mom and I get sick a lot throughout life and my dad is rarely sick. So it's like, okay, maybe because of what you've been exposed to over your entire life, it has some effect yeah. over it. I, I don't know. Your
2: immune system <sighs> yeah. in general yeah. or
0: something like yeah. that. It's Ugh. hard to know. Yeah,
1: I, Man, I'm, I'm going to do it this week and I have, no, I have no idea what to expect. Take a couple of days a ro- off. Roll of yeah.
3: the
1: dice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to plan to be sick and and yeah. hopefully i won't be but yeah it's yeah. been like more 50 50 i feel like than i even heard from the second one second one i feel like most people i knew got some sort of reaction but third yeah it's like some people are totally fine some people yeah very sick um mm-hmm. well glad you're feeling better
0: thanks and i feel safe enough to go to the philharmonic today so i, mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I am
1: feeling like i'm getting like we've all first got our second round and we're like okay we're vaccinated and it's everything's gonna be fine forever I, I i had this like feeling if we could do anything and and then it that proved to be not true and then but now i'm feeling it again where i'm like oh my gosh we're all gonna be boosted in like a, two weeks <laughs> and so we could do whatever we want again like let's just do, so yeah. i am feeling a bit like i guess everything's fine again yeah i don't know
0: Looking at those exciting. fun color coded maps on the New York Times as if I'm an epidemiologist. Like, I think it's okay mm-hmm. to go to Kansas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Safer I I than this. Switzerland. I don't know. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what can we do?
0: What can we do? We can watch a great movie is what we can do. Yeah, exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. Wait, okay, so I need to know, Haley. how do you feel generally about horror movies? Like, are you a huge fan? Do you love them? I
0: like them. I have a weird relationship with them because I did one that was a pretty big experience in my life when I was like 10 years old, (laughs) which was a great experience, but it had the effect of kind of uh, taking the magic out of horror movies for me. It's Mm. hard to scare me with things. There's definitely movies that disturbed me but to actually get scared is a rare sort of thing now because i saw how the sausage was made and and contrary to what ronald reagan says it's very interesting how the sausage is made uh, but, <laughs> but it's less scary when you see them putting on the makeup and all that stuff and also when we were uh, uh shooting the sixth sense when i was 10 years old Uh, It was like my education in horror movies at home, because my dad and I would just rent all the great horror movies just as research and to see how people do all those things. So I was seeing Alien and Aliens and Poltergeist and just all, all these great horror films just to see how it had been done, you know, through history. So... And you were 10 years old when we were watching all of those. So you're
2: also probably like desensitized really quickly if you're watching Poltergeist at 10 and you're like, just like doing it for research. Right,
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's the homework that you go home to. So, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, and that's the first time I saw um, uh, Aliens in the the Corman Towers in Philadelphia, you know, going to a little video rental store on Spring Garden and and picking out these VHS's and watching them on a TV that was now looking back really small and probably terrible to watch this movie on so Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. And for me personally, it's it's totally divorced from uh, action or horror. This is like a comfort movie to me, which is strange because I've seen it so many times and I love it so much. Like, uh, for example, the morning after the 2016 election, when everyone was feeling really bad, I put on, I was like, well, I'm going to watch Alien and then Aliens. And then I'll figure out what to do after that. Like, this is my, <laughs> my go to. Just This will take up the next five hours and then I'll deal. Yeah. Wait, I
2: love this so much. Okay, so we've had a lot of guests on, and we've never had a guest who's talked about a horror movie that's been like a comfort. (laughs) Horror movie. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. this is the first time, and I we need to ask people that in the future if they have like a horror movie that's like a comfort. Yeah, The Shining
0: is one of those too, where it's like I just I just love watching that movie, and it's just so distant from its original. It's like what happens to songs getting repurposed and having like different uses, you know, once they've been around for a long time. So yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that yeah, that's definitely a good question for people because I feel like people have those (laughs) comfort
1: horror. Were you also ten when you saw The Shining?
0: No. And I actually I don't think I ever asked my dad like why some were off limits and some yeah, like were okay. That's interesting. I guess cause like sci-fi and supernatural aren't real and the shining has a Culture little bit more to is do different. with different. Yeah. 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 The shining is a
2: little bit too much like, oh my dad's gonna murder me. <laughs> yeah. I
0: guess it's not I can good. Understand <laughs> yeah, actually that's probably it, yeah, yeah. Being like, uh, <laughs> I'm do that one. <laughs> uh, I can also remember when I was like thirteen or something, I was staying over at a friend's house and we uh, were watching Mulholland Drive and we were not supposed to be watching Mulholland Drive and my friend's dad like caught us watching it and he you know, turned off the DVD or whatever we were watching. He's like, "You can't do this." David Lynch is trying to get inside your head. And I was like, oh. and like oh, "No, All right, that's true. That's I guess he, well, he maybe he's not trying, but he he gets but in there." Yeah. <laughs> so um. I think that's the you know the dividing line between what's okay for kids and not okay for kids is stuff that you know can can mess you up psychologically and stuff that's just you know jump scares. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I will say on on that note. Haley, and this isn't your fault. I don't blame you. But um, uh, the thing that really disturbed me so much was when you died. Spoiler alert in uh, Pay It Forward, because I watched that at a time where I was like, they don't, he doesn't die. And I was like, what the fuck just happened?
0: Yeah. yeah. When you said when I died, it could now be like 20 different things. I've been yes. killed every way you can possibly get killed. You know, shot, stabbed, zombified, cancer, What's your AIDS. Way? Uh, I just did. A, I was a zombie on what we do in the shadows. And that was just way too much fun. So, because I kept kept getting to come back to life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're not really dead.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Sammy's like favorite show is what we do in the shadows. I love it. Yeah, it's great. So good. It's
1: great.
0: It's great. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That just reminds me, I was on a plane recently to New York, and they had the "What We Do in the Shadows" movie listed on the in-flight entertainment. And I think that the category they just listed it as a thriller, like in the lid. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what are they?" No, it's not. Um, anyway, wow. Okay, so this is a movie that you. Know and love very. much. Oh, yeah,
0: I don't have to have the Wikipedia page up. I can. don't didn't need even to th- have to rewatch this. Like, yeah, this is. got So I'm sure yeah. some somebody has a. If I like missed something glaring, please let me know. But like, yeah, this is one I could I could talk about forever. And hopefully, uh, some of the trivia, which is also kind of from memory, but yeah, I, I, I Ooh. yeah, there's so much good trivia about this one because like the same with Alien. Like, there's just so much going on at that time on the same lot. And so, a lot of the, Mm. and you know what, I'm sure we'll get to what we really love about these movies, uh, like, I think we were talking about The Thing before we started recording, Mm -hmm. is it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's real stuff. It's real sets. It has a real texture. it's practical. you know, everybody talks about that a lot these days and, and not a lot of people respond to it because a movie that feels real, you know, people, you know, people's bodies are actually at risk and they're not just, you know, Marvel superheroes. That's a real movie. You know, it's Die Hard like is like that. I know, I love, I'm, I'm, you know, that's, it's an easy punching bag, but it's not, it's not Marvel. It's Marvel. It's different. that all other action movies are trying to resemble Marvel and they should try and, you know, resemble other things too. A uh, positive example, mm-hmm. I think Mad Max Fury Road was a perfect combination because computers aren't necessarily the, the enemy. You can meld great computer work and real stunts in a really mm-hmm. effective way. So it's possible. I know it's possible. It's yeah. possible. It's so what my yeah. favorite,
1: like, movies of all time are Mission Impossible, which is weird, but it's because they're like he's fucking doing it, yeah. and it's so cool,
0: absolutely. And then they had you know, born felt really real, and then that mm-hmm. had the effect mm-hmm. of you know, James Bond turning from you know, space lasers and Pierce Brosnan stopping mm-hmm. his heart into Daniel Craig actually you know running on stuff with a guy. So it's fun yeah. to trace yeah. you know trace those trends you know of who's paying attention to what yeah. in Hollywood.
1: Um, yeah, and this movie, I mean, the design of the the aliens in this. Like oh my um uh, my boyfriend Joel has been to the H.R. Geiger like museum oh wow and I've seen some pictures and it just looks so cool like that the like bones and the skin like I just love it and it's you can't. Get that same effect if it's not actually like three dimensional and real.
0: Yeah, I mean they ran into that with Alien Three, where they started computer generating it, and it just didn't have the same effect. Just, I, not to get way out in the weeds, but just because Dune is in theaters, I also wanted to, to, to tip the cap to Yoderowski's uh, Dune, which is a great documentary. Uh, because when uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky tried to make Dune in the early '70s, he worked with H.R. Giger. Who Ooh. designed all these crazy, uh, you know, uh, uh, designs for the Baron Harkonnen uh, palace and everything, which are what they used for Alien when that movie didn't happen?
3: Whoa! So, Holy oh. you don't
0: know, you'll be blown away. Look at the designs for that Dune in the early '70s, because all those artists went off and, uh, and did Alien and Aliens with those designs, and we would not have these movies had that movie happened. Yeah.
3: That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, check that
0: movie out. There's a lot of stuff where all these, you know, artists who had come together for that incredible. But yeah, I could talk for two hours about that stuff too. But that's that's the <laughs> you heritage have dog of all this. Off, Yeah. A dog, a dog handoff, Haley. A dog handoff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where all of this comes from, and all those incredible. You know, the the alien is one of the most iconic monsters around, and it so came from design from Scariest alien ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so upsetting in, in so many ways. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> uh, that's also so cool to think because, like, that's such incredible artistry that went into making those things. I'm so glad it got used.
0: Yeah, I think that's what they were all thinking. It's like, it'd be a shame to let this go to waste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Dang. Fabulous. Um,
4: do we have any more trivia about this movie, or should we... I got some stats. It w- it's uh, has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 84% oh, nice. on Metacritic.
0: That must be fresh.
4: 83 on IMDb. Very high for IMDb. So Very nice. high. They- IMDb is a real... You never know what you're going to get. Well, usually it's like, what is it? Like 6.2. I feel Six like all of them are something.
3: 6.2. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, the budget was 18.5 million and it made 183 million. It was nominated for seven Oscars actress, art direction, sound, editing, score, visual effects, and sound editing. And it won. Holy shit. One sound know that. editing and visual effects.
1: Well, glad it won visual effects.
4: Then just some some random trivia things. Mm-hmm. The alien screams are baboon shrieks altered in post. Just kind Baboons of fun. Baboons
1: are used so often in horror movies. Oh, they're scary. They're <laughs> scary.
0: Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs>
4: they're a scary animal. Um, and then I a lot of the trivia I read was just about like the animosity on set. I guess <gasps> a lot of the crew was very upset that. James Cameron was coming on and was like, they were very loyal to Ridley Scott. And so he had a lot of problems with a lot of the people on set that were just like, wouldn't. I don't, what was the one that I wrote down here? It was the assistant director, Derek. Cracknell who would openly Question his James Cameron's Decisions openly antagonistic Towards him calling him Govna And Grizzly Adams Because of his beard (laughs) Brutal Takedown Grizzly Adams Yikes
0: (laughs) Can you imagine being Uh, passive aggressive To James Cameron now on set (laughs) It's so funny yeah in hindsight It's like
4: so so funny To just imagine all these fucking people just being like This fucking guy who's this now and it's James Cameron. <laughs> well, he,
0: he had nothing out in theaters, I guess, was the problem because Terminator yeah. wasn't out yet. Also, I believe <gasps> I had the timeline right. He was writing and shooting Terminator at the same time that he was writing this one and without even the promise that uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver would return to do a sequel. So he did this whole story, and they were like, well, maybe you should make one without her, and he refused to do it. He's like, this has to be about Ripley. It totally depends on.
4: Thank God.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, it wouldn't work uh, without it. Can you
1: imagine? Also, that's so insane in the trajectory of his life to go from being like a dude who's getting roasted by his AD (laughs) on set to being like, and also, this year, I released Aliens and Terminator. It's like,
0: okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's Yeah, take
1: that, Derek.
0: Yeah, I guess back in the in the day, crews were not hired by production. They were just the crew at the studio. So you would come in and just have to deal with the people who were already there. Also, and I know this is a hot butt- button topic uh, recently, uh, Americans were working 12 hours and that was much longer than British crews uh, uh, had, were unionized to be working. So they would just walk out in the middle of takes and you take tea breaks and things like that, which is not the way that James Cameron was used to working. <laughs> tea breaks! Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a tea
1: break. Yeah. I get it. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry,
1: it is tea time. Yeah.
0: Apparently, the last speech Cameron gave to uh, the crew when they finished was he was like, you know, this has been a struggle. And the only thing that kept me going is that I'm gonna walk out of these gates and you fuckers have to stay here forever. <laughs>
1: And now that's how you do it That's a good roast
0: Oh wait are we allowed To swear on this podcast I'm sorry
1: (laughs) Are we allowed Yes we're allowed to swear You sure are You sure are We we allow it We allow it Yeah. Uh, We got that explicit rating Nice
0: Oh god You earned the E (laughs) We earned the E (laughs)
1: Oh dang I mean should we watch this trailer Are we ready Let's do it
4: Sound design, man, is so good.
0: I love it. I love
4: it. It's so
1: cool that that trailer nobody says anything.
0: It's, I, just, it's so refreshing. <laughs> and back then was a lot of trailers. It was like Sigourney Weaver's on a spaceship 20 years later. <laughs> <I did. laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh man. It makes me want to watch it again, guys. I
1: I have actually this is one of the rare, scary movies that I have seen, but it's been a really long time. And um I had fr- I, like seeing images in the trailer, I was like, oh right, oh right, oh right, God, this movie's so cool. And also in watching it and thinking about the context of Terminator. I'm like, oh, that like visually it really because I just rewatched Terminator recently. I was like, oh, maybe it's just honestly like the color scheme and big guns where I was like that's the same oh Uh, totally and like
0: I think it's just his evolution of like Terminator was basically a low budget indie you know with a you know a lot not a lot of money for what they were doing and now he had a little bit more money it's just like Mm -hmm. a little bit more and now he has enough to make five avatars so just stay (laughs) at it which we all want (laughs) everyone wants that we
1: all want them Yeah.
0: Yeah. oh man Uh, just uh, uh, seeing all how sweaty everyone is and how smoky everything is. Another piece of trivia is that throughout this movie, there's a lot of dry ice and they're using, I think, three Mm. different types of dry ice, one of which has since been banned (laughs) <laughs> it was extremely dangerous and unhealthy but it looks oh, great. great that oily smoke so that they, when they're cool. in the power station I uh, I did a um, a movie like 10 years ago with Veronica Cartwright who played Lambert in the first Alien and oh, she yeah. was saying how the sets are all enclosed so it's really hot and they just smeared glycerin on your face to make you look oh, oh sweaty all day so, so people are fainting and it's just like it really comes through it really comes it may through mean- <laughs>
1: Sometimes you gotta suffer yeah. to make it work. Oh my god. Um I didn't realize there were multiple kinds of dry ice. So I didn't either. I just learned that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Even the one they use now like irritates my eyes. It's like, ugh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah. It's like not a good thing to be probably breathing in and dealing with, but yeah. it does look so cool.
3: Yeah.
2: That's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com/2scary and use the code and password 2scary and grab six bottles for just thirty nine ninety nine. One last time, that's nakedwines.com/2scary code and password 2scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC.
1: Um, Wow. Okay. should we just freaking get into this movie? Get
0: get into into it. it. Let's get into it. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Uh, So we're assuming that everyone knows what we I'll do a brief recap of the first alien. They uh, there's a giant mining ship with seven crew members uh, the size of a city. They uh, get a rescue, uh, a, a SOS signal from a planet, an uninhabited planet where a derelict spaceship has crashed. They go and investigate the spaceship. They find a bunch of eggs. One of the eggs opens up and something that looks like a horseshoe crab explodes out of the egg and attaches itself <laughs> to, uh, uh, to John Hurt's <laughs> face. He is in a coma for several days. They take him back on the ship. They go back into space. After a couple of days, he wakes up and seems fine. Then they're eating dinner one night, and he starts choking. And uh, an alien that kind of looks like a penis with teeth explodes out of his <laughs> stomach. You know, like, yeah, it and goes, it
3: like, <laughs> great
0: sound design. I don't. Maybe that was an extremely <laughs> high pitched baboon that they used for a bad Yeah, it. Maybe
4: one. Pitch it up. He's, keep pitching it up. He's, yeah, pitch it uh,
0: <laughs> he uh, runs away. The alien. We assume it's a he. Um, <laughs> he, uh, grows to the size of an eight foot tall man within a matter of hours and then proceeds to rip apart everyone on the ship, except for Sigourney Weaver, who eventually, uh, escapes. Oh, before she escapes, it's revealed that Ian Holm, who they thought was a man like the rest of them, is an android sent by the mining company, Wayland uh, Yutani, intentionally to sacrifice their crew to pick up this alien because they knew it was there. And they want to take the alien back for scientific research. Um, uh, Ripley discovers this. They kill Ash. Uh, everyone else dies except for Sigourney Weaver and her cat, Jinxie. They get on the uh, lifeboat, the um, escape pod. They blast off from the ship. They self-destruct the ship, thinking the alien's still on the ship. Um, and it is not. It is in the... Um, Escape pod with Ripley, Ripley, she jettisons the uh, uh, alien and kills it, uh, blows it into space. And then she and Jinxie get into a hibernation chamber, uh, set a course for Earth and go to sleep. That's the end of the first alien. Now, Aliens, our movie. Uh, Her icy uh, escape pod is floating through the deep regions of space. Uh, The door is cut open. A robot arm comes through the door. It sees all the great dry ice in there. It looks around. It's all perfectly safe. (laughs) It's perfectly safe. (laughs) It withdraws. A bunch of uh, people come in. They they scrape the ice away from Ripley's faceplate and see that she's sleeping peacefully with her cat, Jinxie. Ripley wakes up in a medical bay where Paul Reiser, wearing a suit with a cool futuristic collar, comes in and introduces himself as a representative of the Wayland yutani company. And he has some very upsetting news for her, because instead of going to Earth, her ship just drifted off into space until it was luckily picked up by scavengers. And he has to inform Ripley that it has been 57 years since she uh, went into hibernation.
4: Rough. God,
1: that would suck so much. Yeah,
0: yes, it's sad. And now, there, I don't normally like a lot of deleted scene stuff, but there is an important thing that they cut out of the movie, which Sigourney Weaver was justifiably angry about, uh, because Paul Reiser tells her her daughter, who was a child when she was when she left Earth, is now uh, grew old and died while she was in space.
4: Oh, that is so sad. huge, huge detail to cut out very, of. The movie. Yeah, very important. <laughs> as you'll see yeah.
0: later, why that would be weighing heavily on yeah. Ripley's mind with a certain relationship that happens later in the movie. Uh. Um, so, yeah, this daughter, she remembers as a child, you know, grew old and died. So, yeah.
4: There's also a line here that really made me laugh where he says us finding you was a one in a thousand chance and I was like one in a thousand no fucking way
1: and we did the math no we did the math and it's one in in one thousand
0: and that was like four to two that we'd find you
4: floating in space you're pretty lucky it was about one in a thousand
0: yeah that was like the bucks odds for the NBA championship that we would find you it's about the same it's about the same
4: I really laughed
0: so why uh, while he's telling her this Ripley is very upset and then she starts getting sick and everything slows down it starts to get very scary she starts freaking out like seizing uh, all the medical staff rush in with syringes trying to sedate her ripley knows what's happening she has been implanted with an alien embryo and knowing what's about to happen she says a line that's very disturbing whenever you hear it in any movie she's going kill me kill me before it explodes out of her she pulls oh up her God. hospital gown and they see her belly start to expand out. The alien is slowly coming through her chest. And then, oh, she wakes up. It was a nightmare.
3: Was <laughs> luckily,
0: <laughs> just a nightmare. We didn't start the movie killing her in the first five minutes. Um, so she's okay. Okay. And in back in the actual world, uh, she's summoned to a uh, boardroom meeting with the mining company because she blew up a very uh, expensive amount of uh, ore. And they have no record of the alien because the ship blew up and there's no video recordings or anything. They just oh, have her God. word that she blew up a whole ship and saved herself. Uh, this reminds me of... a <laughs> a Neil Gorsuch decision in Colorado where a truck driver abandoned his truck on the side of the road in a blizzard so he wouldn't freeze to death. And Neil Gorsuch said, uh, no, it's your job to stay with the cargo because cargo is Jesus always more Christ. important than human life. Stop it. Oh yeah, it. That's a good, that's, now he's on the Supreme Court. So that's what's oh, happening perfect. here. They're very angry at her uh, oh, because boy. their it's lives are... It's good to be a yeah, human. Good to be alive. Good We're be good alive. at it. We're good at it. <laughs> they knew in 1985 <laughs> that corporations <laughs> could be evil. So uh, they dismiss her. They think she's crazy. As they walk out of the boardroom, she uh, has a light bulb. She says, if you um, uh, doubt me, just go to LV426, the planetoid where they landed on. And they go, we already have been. We sent colonists there years ago. There's 60 families, men, women, and children living on that planet right now as we speak. Uh, and Ripley is very disturbed by this. She goes back to her cool little space apartment uh, where I believe she's working as like a mechanic because that's what she was on the original ship. Um, a little not very important trivia, but I thought it was kind of cool. Her little tiny the lavatory is an actual British Airways lavatory that they bought from the airline. I thought that was kind of mm. funny. Oh. For those of you who are into set stuff. Uh, she gets a, a <laughs> knock at the door. Paul Reiser is back with a military attache. Or no, it's, it's, the, oh, uh, it's the colonel. It's or Gorman. Um, it's Gorman. Mm-hmm. It's Gorman. Gorman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what do you know? They have lost contact with the colonists on uh, LV-426. Shocker. And they're very worried. <laughs> and now they're starting to think that maybe Ripley was telling the truth, that something uh, terrible was out there. So they ask her to go as a special advisor with a group of colonial marines to land on the planet and to see if there are any colonists that can be rescued. Uh, Also important for um, uh, uh, the company is that uh, there's a, it's, Oh, they have a giant nuclear reactor that's generating an atmosphere to to make it a habitable planet so that they can mine and get more stuff there. That's why the company actually cares. Uh, So they uh, go and meet all of the Marines, uh, including Bill Paxton in one of the most iconic roles uh, ever. Mm -hmm. Um Sorry. they are about to get on the ship. Um uh hang on, I'm trying to remember the guy who plays Apone Uh shoot. Um the the guy who plays Apone was an actual uh, sergeant in the military, and he was the first uh, mm. black man to get field promoted to sergeant during the Vietnam War. So he's, his
4: name's oh, A- holy shit, Al Matthews. Al
0: Matthews. He passed yeah. away in 2018, the same year that Arlie Ermey passed away. And this is only uh, notable because Full Metal Jacket, which has Arlie Ermey in it, was being filmed at Pinewood at the same time as this movie. So oh. those two guys who were both actual veterans. Were there at the same time. So interesting. So they're not taking Ripley seriously. She's not in the military. And uh, she says, well, I can drive that thing. And there's a giant exoskeleton, which will be recognizable from Avatar and a lot of other things that James Cameron did. Uh, (laughs) You know, basically a person with giant robot arms who's able to carry many, you know, much more weight than a human would. And she goes over, she picks up a big box, handles it expertly comes back over to them and says, where do you want it? And they go, ha okay, we'll take you seriously. Uh,
3: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, they, they get on the Suleco, they go back into hypersleep, and they travel to LV-426. Uh, they wake up, the Marines instantly are doing pull-ups, behind-the-head pull-ups, they're super tough, they're a super bonded group of people. Um, Vasquez and Frost are really... Uh, Uh, You know, seem like they've been friends since they were children. It's a really tight-knit group of people, but it's also just another day at work for them. Bill Paxton says, I hope this isn't just another bug hunt, uh, because apparently they've been out killing different sorts of aliens before. Um, They go to the mess hall where uh, Ripley notices... Oh, oh, where uh, Lance Hendrickson, who is the science officer on the mission, uh, they ask him, all the Marines are asking him to do his knife trick. And he's like, no, no, no. They're like, come on, do your knife trick, do your knife trick. He grabs Bill Paxson's hand, puts it down on the table, puts his own hand on top of Bill Paxson's hand, and then does the thing where you rapidly touch the knife tip in between each finger, Ugh, except Bishop does it, like, faster than is humanly possible. It's going, Darrr, and Bill Paxson's screaming, and then he does it, and he takes the knife away, and everybody cheers. And then uh, Ripley looks over because Bishop actually cut his finger while he was doing it. But white milky stuff is coming out of his hand. Uh-oh. In the first mm. movie, when Ian Holm revealed himself to be an alien, he started spewing what looked like milk out of all of his orifices and like was revealed to not be filled with blood. And mm-hmm. Ripley's understandably traumatized by robots because that one tried to kill her in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And she gets very upset and says, you didn't tell us there was a synthetic person on this ship. And they're like, oh, we didn't think we had to. Like, it's normal. There's always a synthetic. And then Paul Reiser goes, oh, I forgot. Uh, Ian Holm tried to murder her 60 <laughs> years ago. <laughs>
3: and Lance right. oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why
0: this slipped my mind. <laughs> and uh, Lance Hendrickson, who's very, very kind and peaceful, he goes, well, that would never happen now. Those ones were always a lot twitchy. And she pushes him just goes, just stay away from me, Bishop. So they they hate each other early on. Mm-hmm. Um Good. have I missed anything yet? Am I talking no. too fast?
2: No, this no. is great. No, this is perfect. Please Honestly, jump in. <laughs> I'm this is very compelling.
0: <laughs> this is like <laughs> This is like when uh, uh, society collapses, we'll just have to be telling these movies yeah. around yeah, yeah, the campfire because yeah. yes. we won't have yeah, Netflix anymore. This is, we're creating a
2: document. And I will be like number one rapt listener. I will just be sitting for all of the yeah, stories. So entranced. it'll be great. So, <laughs> <entranced>. <laughs>
0: it'll be great. Uh, so they get into the drop ship. They're in orbit above the alien planet. And they get into this thing, um, uh, you know, it looks like a um, just like an airplane, basically, but a little bit beefier and sturdier. They get on, they drop out like they're in free fall, uh, like it's a ride at amusement park. And they're all Bill Paxton's yelling with exhilaration. Uh, as they're going down, Gorman, who is the, I guess, lieutenant in charge of the mission, mm-hmm. is looking kind of nervous and sweaty and Ripley, who's very tough uh, and up for anything, goes, How many uh, of these drops have you done, Lieutenant? And he goes, uh, 30 or something. And she goes, How many real drops? He goes, Well, 28 simulated, two real. And she's like, Oh, so we don't have a very experienced leader here. Mm-hmm. All the Marines resent him because they've done a ton of them. And then there's a very effective cutaway mm-hmm. to Michael Bean, who plays Hicks. Uh, who is a lower rank soldier, but he is so chilled out, he's napping as they're dropping through the atmosphere. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: So cool He's cool, cool, cool as hell, man. Yeah. It's cool. yeah, and that, that's one
0: of those little things that James Cameron does. You're like, nice little moments. You're like, I know what you're telling me here. Please, I like this. I like this. Yeah. Um, so they drop through uh, the atmosphere, They swoop down and become a plane that flies. Anybody who's, you know, James Cameron would hate me not using the actual technical terms, but it's what I got. Uh, They are now flying over the surface of the planet. And they come into into view of the gigantic colonist uh, complex. There's a huge nuclear reactor. Um, It's smoky. It's very spooky. The cameras are 80s cameras. So all the lights are doing these like creepy swirly things. And like it's kind of hard to see what's going on. They come down through all the murk. They land on the ground and the Marines get out. They do their thing. Vasquez has this uh, machine gun that's that's la- uh, um, uh, loaded onto an actual steadicam arm. So she can hold yeah. this thing. Oh, really- it's yeah. so cool. It's so God, exciting. it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently this was a, a common theme for James Cameron movies. Uh, it was so heavy that the straps kept buckling, so he had them <gasps> duct taped into the rig, which meant they couldn't take uh, bathroom breaks a lot through the day.
3: Oh god! Which was also oh, a
0: frequent wow. complaint on The Abyss. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. So,
0: oh. We we did The
2: Abyss, oh, yeah? and man, there were so those much trivia. They, they, they. Those actors <laughs> did not have a good time. Oh man, no, the actors were not a fan. But when, not a uh, fan.
0: When Ed Harris said he was just driving home from work one day and he just started like. <laughs> Like hysterically crying and like punching the steering wheel. You're like, geez.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he like wouldn't talk about it. Didn't Ed Harris like refuse to talk about it for like, like a
0: decades? While. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wild, wild. Um, so, so that's what we're getting into on this that's planet. What we're dealing with. Right. So if the whole movie, just know no one can go to the bathroom. No, they're <laughs> uncomfortable.
1: They're covered in Vaseline and they have to pee.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so they get there, they land at the little, there's like a little space city, but it's abandoned. It's very creepy. There's a a bar sign, a neon bar sign that's swinging in the wind, but nobody's around. The Marines are doing their checks, they're in formation, they're searching, they're searching, they don't see anything. Uh, They go into the the main colonist complex, they're going down a creepy little uh, passageway with great floors. a lot of this movie requires looking through multiple levels of uh, of certain mm-hmm. buildings through these grates. Mm-hmm. And while they're building these sets, they're like, "Where can we get like a ton of these grates?" And at Pinewood Studios, they're like, "Oh, there's a huge pile of them like out, you know, piled behind the studio." And it was the grates from the first Alien seven years ago that they just like thrown like in the trash and were just still there <laughs> at the studio. And they're like, "Oh, great, we'll use them again." <laughs> and Perfect the, reuse. The uh, derelict spacecraft, which looks like half of a donut, uh, they. They, in a deleted scene, you see it again. So they needed it, and they're like, "Does anybody know where it is?" And so, guys, like, "Yeah, it's it's in my driveway. Like, I have it." So they went, they went and they got it and and uh, brought it back. Yeah. So they're exploring. They uh, find a laboratory, and in this laboratory, there are uh, t- tubes filled with water, and suspended in the tubes are several of the face huggers from the first movie. So clearly, mm. the colonists have found the uh the aliens Mm -hmm. and we're trying to study them uh they're uh looking through the records and they're searching for any information about where any of the colonists are because there's no bodies anywhere it's just creepy there's no one around and Bill Paxson says another great line. He goes, uh, quit your grinning and drop your linen, which is an ACDC lyric. So I guess they're <laughs> listening to ACDC in the year twenty-one
1: twenty-two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there has been no new music.
0: No, the classics are always the classics. <laughs> um, so he has discovered that the colonists who all had GPS tracking devices are all clustered in the nuclear reactor. So they're probably fine. They're all just oh, hiding. They're, dying dying. they're safe. And they're safe. So they're going to go there. Uh, on their oh, way God. there, uh, they are scared because they hear a noise, something scurrying around. There's a big you build up to a jump scare. And then they see a little girl with tangled ratty hair with a teddy bear mm. or a rabbit, oh. I guess uh scurrying around she's running through the air ducts ripley uh you know haunted by visions of her daughter although you wouldn't know that in the original release it's so
2: crazy that they removed that I like I, we just have to put a point on that why and
0: it's like why <laughs> like it wouldn't even take that much time i'm really i've never read yeah. any explanation for it yeah yeah <laughs> Maybe, they, like, maybe it would le- make her less of a badass somehow, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, it's, I, I don't think it's so. It's
2: too sad. They were like, that's just too sad. Yeah,
0: let's not make it too real in this movie list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ripley, in a, in a panic or, you know, it, very affected by the side of this girl, chases her through the air ducts all the way to basically a nest this girl has built in the walls of the, of the uh, uh, facility. And this girl is nonverbal; she's clearly very traumatized. Um, they get her, and they take her back to the lab while the marines split off and go to investigate where the col- uh, the colonists are. Um, they uh they go to the oh when, and Ripley is cleaning up newt in the lab, and she's not saying anything. She's very tenderly cleaning the like soot off of her face <laughs> and um What does Ripley call her that makes her respond for the first time?
4: Rebecca. She finds like a school photo of her and her name is Rebecca. And yeah, she says like Rebecca, she's wiping her face. And then yeah, the girl very softly whispers, Newt. (laughs) 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 My name is Newt. My name (laughs) is Newt.
0: (laughs) Nobody calls me Rebecca except my brother. (laughs) (laughs) so we get a little humanity right there um so then they're they're keeping track with the marines the marines go uh, and now meanwhile um they're looking at images of the of the site and bill paxton says if you like that you're gonna love this and we cut to what the marines have discovered which is a giant uh tunnel that has clearly been like slimed over by something alien It's a huge power station with these giant car doors, but there's like a hive tunnel descending down into the uh, into the reactor. No, uh, and they just yeah, walk right in there. Let's out. Let's get in, in. in there. Let's go. in Come on, Come all of us. Together. <laughs> Nobody wait behind. I, I watched this. I
4: watched this with my mom last night, and she kept going like Why are they? Why are they doing this again? <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's like, Why don't they just leave? Great I was like, question. That That's a good question. So many times in movies, you're like, I'll just leave. I don't need to know. Like, I don't even yeah, know like, what's going what? there. Like, let's just go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Uh, but they're Marines, so they go they in. They gotta. They gotta go. Uh, oh, one thing that was introduced on the dropship I forgot to mention was uh, a nice little James Cameron uh, drawing your attention to something. They all have uh, GoPros, basically, on their helmets, And one guy's is staticky. Uh, Gorman is watching a bank of basically a Zoom feed with everybody's feed Mm -hmm. in a grid. Mm -hmm. And he goes, "Uh, Hudson, like hit your thing. He goes, there we go. And so we know that we can watch their personal POVs, each of the Marines, as they descend down into the into the scary hive uh it's also notable that two people or one person is carrying a very crazy looking flamethrower there's mm-hmm. two people with the side mounted machine guns everybody else has got um assault rifles now once they get down there they start seeing uh human artifacts shoes stuff of that sort uh oh, embedded in the slime in the walls as they go farther and farther down, descending the rickety stairs into the dark and smoky uh, power reactor. And then <laughs> Ripley, ever, ever uh, aware of her surroundings, goes, uh, Lieutenant, aren't they directly under the reactor? And he goes, yeah. She goes, well, if they, are they using armor-piercing ammunition? He goes, yeah. She's like, well, if they pierce, use armor-piercing ammunition and they hit the reactor, and Paul Reiser goes, whoa, 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 she's right, she's right. And, uh, <laughs> If they fire their guns in there, they'll hit the reactor and cause a nuclear explosion that will kill them all and blow up like a big section of the planet.
1: I mean, f- again, feels like a thing that absolutely should have been considered. Yeah,
0: they, they should have known that going and in. And a great
4: time to just turn around and be like, exactly. okay. Exactly. Do they like, do that? Oh, shoot. Oh, oh dang. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We
0: should go get different weapons like samurai swords and then we'll come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lightsabers, those are probably in the same cinematic universe. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Star Wars is happening just next yeah, door. Yeah,
0: you know Star Wars is next door. We should get- <laughs> <Let's> go <talk laughs> get what they have. Can we use the force down here? Does that affect <laughs> nuclear weapons? Um, they so instead of that, what they do is they say, "Everybody, take all the bullets out of your guns." And he has the uh, the sergeant collect all of their clips, so they can't use guns. They can only use flamethrowers. They cannot use any projectile weapons. Mm -hmm. So they continue down uh, with no bullets. Uh, Eventually, they start seeing more and more signs of people. And then somebody's, uh, I believe it's uh, Dietrich, her flashlight finds a woman's face uh, in the wall, like encased in slime. She goes, I've got something over here. They all come over, uh, they get really close, they pull her up by her slimy hair, and her eyes go, and open up, because she's still alive, even though she's basically uh, pale and gray and looks dead. Uh, She starts moving around in obvious pain, Uh, they they don't know what to do, but she starts saying the familiar line, kill me, Mm -hmm. kill me.
3: (laughs) Oh, shit. So... (laughs)
0: Uh, At that moment, uh, uh, activity starts happening in her midsection, and then in short order, a thing goes, (laughs) and comes out of her chest, a blood-covered alien, and in a notable difference from the first film, I think something they wanted to do, but it didn't happen for some reason, this alien has clawing spidery arms, so it's heaving itself out of her her body um. after she has uh, been killed. Uh, they uh respond appropriately in this situation. They uh light everything on fire with the flamethrower, they scorch the whole wall, they kill the alien and reduce everything to ash. Everything is fine for the moment, but then they hear this sound that's kind of like. Would ah, you describe the place. it as
4: a baboon pitched down? It's more like a
0: baboon, <laughs> like a snoring baboon pitched up, you know? <laughs> um, they hear that. Um, and then they start hearing all kinds of activity. Now, in the first movie, there's the famous scene of Tom Skerritt in the ducts with the motion detector, the little dots that go boop, 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 mm. boop, boop. You can see where everything mm-hmm. else is in relation to you. Now, they start seeing many of those dots all coming from all directions on them, but they don't see anything yet. They're spinning around. We're looking through all their POVs. They don't know what's happening. Um, Jesus. Then uh, finally someone backs up into a wall and an alien, because they look like the slime itself, everything looks like the same texture, the metal, the slime, and then the actual monsters all blend together, comes out of the wall and lifts this marine up and, you know, into who knows where. Uh, Everybody freaks out. They're shooting fire in all directions. They're shooting fire downwards several stories. They don't know what they're shooting at. Uh, You can't really see very much except people are getting picked off. We see on their POV screens, you know, slowly one by one, they're going to static. Finally, Vasquez goes, fuck this. She didn't give them her bullets. She starts shooting in oh, wild God. range on the on the APC where they're watching uh, Gorman, who's pouring sweat. Is going, who's shooting? Who's shooting? You can't shoot. You're gonna cause <laughs> a back. nuclear explosion. Everything <laughs> is going to shit. They're freaking out. Uh, Gorman in the, the in the command center basically has a panic attack and stops responding. And Ripley, who doesn't uh, cave under pressure, is going, Gorman, you got to do something. We got to get them out of there. And he's just shaking and not responding. She pushes him out of the chair. She gets into the cockpit of this armored personnel carrier, which is basically, and I think actually was, uh, the thing that tows your airplane out onto the tarmac. Oh, it's a yeah. very low-profile thing. She gets it and starts driving from the base to rescue the Marines as they're getting attacked by aliens. Uh, virtually, they're all getting slaughtered. They start running away. They're retreating finally. Um, what is, the, is it here where uh, Michael Bean says the famous line where he goes, uh, Something we are leaving, which is a line they reference in the last in Prometheus and the new aliens. At some point, somebody yells that as they're
4: like getting into the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so they get up there. I think it's Frost and Vasquez and Hicks and Hudson. Ripley is driving over aliens uh, and crashing through walls and knocking into stuff. This is some of the best miniature work of the, of the era. Oh, um, oh, It's just man. really great stuff. A lot of the ships in this are just terrific miniatures. So good that I think when Fox watched it for the first time... They were uh, angry at Ann Heard, the producer, because they're like, "You used all the budget on sets. Like, we had a budget for special effects." And she goes, "Guess what? That's all special effects.
2: That's <laughs> not that those cool. actual sets." That's um, amazing.
0: Ripley eventually gets the Marines. They they're they're loading into the into the APC. Uh, at the last second, somebody makes the mistake of shooting a alien, an alien in the head with a shotgun. Which, if we remember from the first movie, the, these aliens have also have blood acid for blood. Right. So mm. she blows its head off. Uh, Vasquez's buddy is covered in acid; his face melts, and he's killed. And she goes, "No!" As they pull her into the into the APC. <laughs> no. uh, then they have to escape. They're driving out. They're driving out. Um, they get out of outside of the reactor onto the dusty plane. And Michael Bean, who, along with Sigourney Weaver, is kind of the only chill person in control of their emotions, goes, Ripley, you stripped the clutch. We're, you're not doing anything. You're just grinding gears. We're safe. Like, they grind to a halt. They get out and they're like, this is fucked. They call the drop ship, which has been uh, helpfully waiting at another location to come and get them. Um, that, that pilot, who's a badass, she has the aviators, the mirrored aviators. She mm-hmm. gets the call. She's like, right away. She calls for her uh, partner. She's like, come back onto the ship. He's like, all right. As he runs up onto the gangplank, his hand touches something slimy.
2: He goes, what's this? She's
0: like, come on, hurry. He's like, oh, well, I'm not going to think about this for any more
3: seconds.
0: (laughs) Must be nothing. God damn it. She's flying. She's going to them. They see the ship in the distance coming to them. The rescue is going to take them back to the main ship. Uh, in, the, in the cockpit, the pilot's like, where are you? Where are you? The door opens, because I guess they could open doors, and there's an alien in the ship with her. It's second. She tries to draw her pistol. She's very brave in her final moments. The two jaws come out and they kill her. The windshield's covered in blood. Um, They see the ship as it's coming towards them start to turn a little bit in a disturbing way and they're like something's wrong something's wrong oh shit they run for cover (laughs) their only rescue ship slams into the ground and explodes and covers them with shrapnel there's a huge explosion and now it's just them stranded on this planet uh and i believe that's when they say they only check in on these missions in something like like six weeks or something like that what yeah they're not gonna have irresponsible yeah Yeah. check
4: in more often not frequent enough
0: and the last line of this sequence is bill Paxton goes well that's just great man that's just fucking great man (laughs) (laughs) i don't is that what he said i should know this when he says game over man it's
4: like in this scene (laughs) yeah game over man game over
0: so, sorry to just kind of ramble for a second, but that's all one amazing action sequence. Yes. Like, <gasps> that's the... That's an, all a continuous thing. So. But how
2: is how is Ripley going to get out
0: of this one, though, you how guys? How are they going to get out of this how they That's get out of this. what I need to know. You gotta wonder. <laughs> yeah, because their ship is... There's no one on the ship in orbit. They're all down there. Though that also seems like another oversight. Like, maybe bring <laughs> yeah, a second ship. Very much so. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, so, they, they retreat into the... uh Oh no! There's another iconic line before they go back inside. Um, Newt, who's been handling this pretty chill. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she's seen some shit. She goes. Uh, she taps Ripley on the shoulder. She goes. We better go inside because they mostly come at night. Mostly.
2: <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Poor Newt. Poor Newt. Oh god. Uh, so they uh, they barricade themselves inside the colonists' uh, habitat. And they're trying to figure out what to do weld the doors shut to, you know, have Mm -hmm. a little last stand and everything. Uh, Ripley and Newt are exhausted. Uh, They go uh, into the science lab for some goddamn reason.
4: Where all the facehungers are? (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, we're all the facehuggers.
4: Here's a nice safe place to lay you down for bed.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I guess Newt does it. She can't find Newt, and Newt has curled up under some cabinet or something in that room. And Ripley goes in and spoons her, and they're like going to take a little nap together. Oh. Then they wake up, and something is wrong. Uh, oh, they God. They see shattered glass on the floor. And Ripley is looking and uh, the th- container holding the face hugger has been smashed. Oh,
4: um, God damn
0: it. And she goes, Newt, wake up. You have to be very quiet now. They wake up. They go around. Uh, they are. Uh, well, if I forget to see this is another great action sequence that I, I hate if I butcher it. But the thing is loose in the room with them. So they're kind of trying to be quiet and they're inching along the wall. They see this thing skittering like along the floor. It feels like very Jurassic
1: Park with the raptors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: very much like that. Yeah. And I, it's this movie is so great of having big macro scenes with nuclear explosions and stuff like that, but also just, a, you know, a monster scene with a, you know, a disembodied hand basically chasing yeah. two people around a room. It's fantastic. The creature work in this is great. Yep. Um, they do a lot of cool stuff where it, it looks like it's going to leap at them, but the way they did it in real life was that they yanked it backwards with a, a fishing line and mm. then reversed the film. Like, oh, oh, Great movie magic. in-camera tricks. Yeah, the mm. best kind of movie magic. <laughs> um, so they are trying to get the attention of everybody else in the next room, but unfortunately it's soundproof glass. So Newt and Ripley are banging on the glass, and they cut to the other side, and it's dead silent. And the rest of the team is, you know, on the computer in the other room trying to figure out how they're going to escape. Then you see uh, on their uh, computer screen, there's a feed of them in that room calling for help. Paul Reiser is looking at it and he looks over and he turns off the screen. Paul Reiser. Yeah. So Um. he has tried to expose them to it. Uh, that little motherfucker. Yeah. So, oh, I do. I do think that they had already seen. So the reactor has a bunch of sparks flying out of the top of it, and they're like, not only are we trapped here. Uh, a reaction has been triggered by the gunfire. It's like to gun
4: (laughs) explode. It's going to melt down. An explosion is imminent or whatever. Yeah,
0: and they're like, it's going to happen in like 30 hours or something like that. Goodness. So So they
4: send Bishop to a different little spot to remotely navigate a ship of some kind or something like that. But the part that stresses me out the most in this movie is when they cut a hole in this little (gasps) tiny metal tube. And this is where Bishop has to like crawl through to get to the part on the... A planet where he I don't know where he needs to like send the signal or something and it is the smallest little tube it reminds me of the part in the descent it's like so claustrophobic (laughs) it's literally like I don't even know how he moves in it it's like the width of his shoulders it's very stressful I got very stressed in that scene so he's like yeah looking uh, he's he's on a mission to get another way off the planet for them yeah Okay. while this is all going on seems necessary
0: Yeah, luckily, yeah, there's another ship that he can get. And while he's off getting it, they're in the in the lab calling for help. Um, The the thing is skittering around the floor. Um, They're very frightened. Um, (laughs) Then Ripley takes a lighter out of her pocket because she's a smoker because it's the 80s. Uh, And she goes up to the fire uh, uh, sensor Mm. and does a little flicker lighter, turns on the sprinkler systems, triggers the fire alarm. So now the room is, cut. you know, there's water showering down. The guys in the other room go, oh, it's coming from the med lab. Uh, They get over to the med lab. They see what's going on. The door is locked. They can't get in. They're banging on the glass. Finally, somebody throws a chair and smashes the gla- Oh, no, Hicks dives he through dives the glass. He dives through it, which
4: yeah. I feel like is a huge decision for... Oh, oh he <laughs> makes no, them- I'm just going to dive through it. I'm going to dive through it. <laughs> he makes them shoot it first, so I guess maybe oh, he like, right. it, like yeah. breaks it.
0: But what if he did, like, when people actually go through class and just cut themselves? (laughs) He's like, oh, I'm just just down for the count. Like, like, well, that
4: sucks. Thanks,
0: (laughs) guy. You're the bravest, most capable guy here. (laughs) Now you killed yourself. Um, (laughs) So they get in. Uh, the, uh, the monsters are still attacking them. One of them, like with a, like a whipping town and the sound of its tail leaps up onto Ripley's face and is like held only by a hand away from her. It's stupid little proboscis is sticking out of its Nasty. mouth, like wowing, trying to get down <laughs> her throat. They, you know, Hicks is over there. They all have hands on it, trying to get it off. They go one, <laughs> oh, two, three, they pull it off and they shoot it with machine guns and they kill it and they're safe for the moment. Uh, Now they all have Paul Reiser in a chair and Ripley is explaining her theory, which sounds very on point, that once again, the company's actual mission was not to rescue um, the colonists. It was to acquire these invincible creatures for uh, weapons research and all that stuff, because it's a giant company. Honestly,
1: it seems like you can't fault them for this is exactly what they did before. It's sort of like, like yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> we went, this is what we always do. Me. Yeah, we're just,
1: look, we're just doing the same thing. Like, Wayland Utani, this is
0: what we do. Like, don't be surprised. Kind Guys, of our
1: thing. Kind of our this whole thing. This alien
0: is fucking crazy, and we need <laughs> to get it. <laughs> so, uh, while they're trying to decide, oh, and Bill Paxton's super mad, and he's like, let's just shoot this fucker right now. They're like, no, no, we have to take him back to Earth and make him answer for what this company's done. Then all the lights go out. uh, Right when they're doing that, there's just red, you know, backup lights in there. And they're like, oh, do they also know how to cut the power? Because I think that's what has happened. I
4: think they did.
0: I think they do. (laughs) they do. (laughs) They get all their weapons. They realize it could be a kind of a last stand situation. They all kind of huddle up. Everything's welded. They got the doors shut. Then they start hearing the beeps. They see dozens of dots coming towards them from all directions. Um, It starts getting closer and closer and closer. This is played for fantastic suspense. It seems to go on forever. And then they're like, wait a minute, these dots are inside the room, but there's nothing inside the room. They're like, beep, 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 beep. And he's like, there's nothing wrong with it, man. Like it says they're right here. They're right here. They're five meters away. They're three meters away. They're two meters away. Like, What's going on? What's going on? And then Michael Bean, his eyes slowly look up. Uh-huh. And it's it's the, uh, whatever they call those drop ceilings in like conference yeah, yeah, yeah. rooms. He oh, po- takes the yeah. tip of his gun, he pokes up a little square and he looks <laughs> up and they're all in the ceiling and they <laughs> oh, all Jesus. drop out of the ceiling at once. Everybody's like, fuck! And they start shooting, <laughs> there's gunfire, everybody's freaking out. They, As opposed to the first movie, they do score a lot of points against the aliens. Like They kill a ton of aliens yeah, in this movie, great, which is very great, satisfying great. after they totally failed in the first movie. To even land one blow on that alien. Uh, So, they're fighting them, but they're running out of bullets. They're running out of bullets. Paul Reiser, because his character is a coward. um, Paul Reiser, in real life, is not a coward. Recently nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Emmy for The Kaminsky Method, available on Netflix. Hey! Uh, Hey. (laughs) Figured I'd get that in there. Not a coward. (laughs) Uh, He runs away into another room, away from the battle, and he locks the door, and he's like, I'll be safe in here. And then, of course, he turns around and hears a... (sighs) there's an alien and it kills him and he's he's dead.
1: And how was the Ugh. pitch of that baboon?
0: That's a D sharp, <laughs> I think. <laughs> 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 right. Right. There there it made been nuance. harmonized if all four of us could do it at the same yeah. time.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> It's a beautiful um, symphony of
0: baboons. Yeah, a, a, symphony, a symphony of baboons. Symphony of baboons. I think that's the show I'm going to that's see. What, yep. Yeah, I think you're yeah.
1: going to get a, a really good mm-hmm. performance. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You ever seen a hundred baboons sitting in orchestra chairs? It's beautiful <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little <tuxedos. laughs> Oh, my God. The same ones that uh, throw the computer around in those Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. The, the, yeah. the like,
4: stock footage. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Oh, my yes. God. Those really make me laugh.
0: Did anyone ever figure out Like what that was from Like why someone did that I
4: don't know But I just I used to be an assistant editor At a trailer house And someone needed um, Stock footage of, of things to do with money And I don't know If you've seen the clip Of the baboon Like tossing money In the air in a suit No <laughs> <laughs> And I found it And thought it was so funny And so I just included it In my poll As like a little surprise And it really made The editor laugh And it It was just a, a great memory
1: That's great That's a great that's that's great memory that's a really nice memory. <laughs> oh my god,
0: that's so funny. Um, so, meanwhile, back at the the death uh, standoff, uh, they retreat all the way and try and get into the air ducts. And now, uh, oh, and Bill, pa- this is Bill Paxson's last stand, and a- he's killing him. He's he's going. You want some? You want some? An alien erupts out of the floorboards, grabs him, and pulls him down. He goes, ah! And it's a great death scene, and. He, uh, he earns every minute of his screen time. He fought valiantly. <laughs> he fought valiantly. <laughs> R.I.P. Hudson. Uh, so th- now it's just Gorman, Vasquez, Ripley, and uh, uh, Hicks uh, okay. and, uh, and Newt. And Newt. And they, Newt is, oh, nude is the one who's like, come on, come on, there's another way out. Mm-hmm. So they're all crawling through the air ducts. This is once again a claustrophobic little thing. Yep. They're being chased by aliens crawling through the, the air duct. Um, Ripley and Newt get into this room that has like a a spinning water wheel kind of thing going around. Newt goes in first, but she's smaller than Ripley and she gets cycled through and drops into the water below where Ripley can't get to her into like a sewer, basically.
4: I hate... Water with an alien
0: around. <laughs> yeah, it's green bad. It's... sewage water with something in it. Like, like yeah. if
1: you're already being threatened and then you have to enter water, it's just like you're. Fu- we're not. We're land
0: creatures. Like it's that's you're, you're fucked. Yeah, that's the okay. thing with sharks where it's like it's rare that there's a shark attack, but if you were eaten by a shark, it would be the worst. It would be <laughs> like, the
1: worst.
0: It would be
1: the worst.
0: Yeah, they're so huge. They're they're gigantic.
2: Ugh. Emily is particularly Afraid my, of sharks So she feels, this, really she feels She feels this deeply
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause it's oh. like
1: Yeah it's probably Not gonna happen But if it did It'd be the scariest Fucking thing You could ever imagine
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's
1: no stopping it Once it starts There's <laughs> no stopping it Once it starts <laughs> If it has begun It will end And you will not yeah, Be happy yeah. with
0: it Stop the ride Stop the ride <laughs> to go. Oh my no. god <laughs> um, so, Ripley can't get down to reach Noon. She's like, Newt, Stay there. I'm going to run around and try and find another way to get to you. Uh, Hicks goes with her, but at this point, Vasquez and uh, Gorman have been cut off from the rest of them. They're in a dead end of the air ducting. Uh, they've hated each other throughout the entire movie. But and oh, and, and Gorman was very chastened after the first action sequence where he freaked out and he's wearing a little white uh bandage on his head with blood on it. He's like, Ripley, I'm really sorry, I was such a coward. And she's like, It's fine, like, don't worry about it. Uh, so but now he's redeemed himself, he's fought bravely, they've got a handgun. The the there's a little digital counter, and you see the bullets count down, they're killing aliens, they're killing aliens. Then they look to their left, there's an alien coming, they look to the right, there's an alien coming, they have no bullets left, all they have is one grenade. Vasquez or or Gorman takes it out and like arms it, and Vasquez. Grabs it and she's like, You always were an asshole, Gorman. He's like, I know. And they blow themselves up together and they kill oh, all the aliens. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's a really sweet ending. It's I'm a sweet It's a sweet end to that, that
0: storyline. Uh, so now there's only three left. And one of them is a child. You can't even use a gun. Um, oh, man. Useless. Useless. Yeah, Newt, you can figure useless. out how to use a gun. <laughs> drop your drop your stuffed bunny and try and yeah, get, right fire right, get this a free gun. Gun. hand. Yeah, get a free hand. <laughs> uh, so Hicks is with Ripley, they're searching for Newt, they're running around, Um, uh, they see Newt in the water through the grate, and Hicks has a blowtorch and he's sawing the grate apart to try and get to her. Newt's just waiting in the water and you just know something's nearby. There's a a lot of suspense, they're sawing it, they're sawing it, she's like, come (sighs) on, come on, come on! Uh, Right as he is about to do it, a giant alien rises up out of the water behind Newt. And then it cuts, and they pull the grate open, and they're like, Newt, Newt. And all they see is their bunny rabbit floating in the water. <gasps> no. And Ripley, understandably, goes, no, and is, you know, uh, very, very upset. And Hicks is like, come on, come on. She's like, no, no. And he's like, no, we can still get her. We can still get her. So, they are running down the hallway. They get into the elevator. There's a great moment where they get in. It's been very fast-paced. They hit the button, and then they're just waiting. <laughs> they look and they hit the button again. And <laughs> the Finally, the door slowly starts to go <laughs> That's across. Right, That's funny. right as the door gets to be like two inches, two alien arms get no! in and starts pulling it open. He's like, stand back. Hicks puts a shotgun in its mouth and goes, eat this and blows its head off. But acid sprays all over him. He's wearing body armor, so they're trying to get the body armor off before it eats through. So he's like, "Ah!" ah. Uh. They're pulling it off. It's eating his skin. He's gra- uh, gravely wounded. A lot of his body is burned, <laughs> and now Ripley has to to carry him, like with his arm over her shoulder, as they like limp outside uh, to where Bishop is. Bishop uh, has uh, gotten the uh, the the second vehicle and picks them up. And Ripley is like, we're not fucking leaving this planet without uh, getting her. And they all know where she is. They take all the humans back to the uh, to the reactor. Oh, and no. Which is it's probably like, of explode. Yes. And yeah. it is. There is a countdown. Uh, uh, there's a ticking clock, a giant ticking clock. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> uh, they, you know, everybody's uh, super, you know, into the mission. They go out there. Hicks can't go with Ripley. They land on this platform. Everything's on fire, and it's starting to rumble, and the whole thing is about to fall apart. And Ripley, who... Uh, previously had, uh, had not been, I don't think she'd used a gun for the entire movie. She has not done that yet. Mm-hmm. Now she gets all the guns that they have left. The flamethrower. Mm-hmm. She gets as much ammo as she has. She gets a bunch of grenades and flares. She gets completely armed for this. And she goes, Hicks, don't let, uh, let Bishop leave without me because she still doesn't trust androids. He's like, I won't. And he's lying on the ground. He's very, very injured. Uh, yeah, no, now, I can
1: totally, I'm i up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs>
0: um, so Ripley goes in and she has uh, Newt's GPS device on her because they all have that. And she's wearing that on her wrist so she can find Newt's location. Uh, she descends down into the same area that the Marines got slaughtered in in the first part of the movie, except this time she's alone and everything's on fire and it's all going crazy. She gets down, she descends, she descends. Uh, there's a deleted scene here where she finds uh, uh, Paul Reiser cocooned in the wall, and he also mm. says, kill me, and I believe she leaves him a grenade and goes, do it yourself.
3: Ooh! <gasps> nice. Uh, and they hear nice. an explosion.
0: Um, they go down. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Badass. They, and she's going down, and she's finding it, and she's getting closer and closer, and then she looks down, and it's Newt's watch just lying on the ground, and she picks Aww. it up. She's, she's crying, she's very upset. Um, and then she notices something and kind of walks into. Oh, wait, no. We no, see. No, she hears Newt's. Well, yeah. We see Sorry. Newt
4: cocooned on the, on the wall somewhere else and a little, the, one of the eggs hatching right next to her. And so a face <gasps> hugger is coming for, f- for her. But it hasn't gotten her yet. Hasn't gotten her yet. And then she starts screaming and Ripley That's hears what it. it. Is. And so Ripley runs for her.
0: Thank Woo. you. Um, so, yeah, Ripley gets there, shoots the egg. Uh, saves Newt, pulls her out of the gross wall, puts her on her hip. Another trivia thing, because this probably took weeks of shooting, uh, they created a fake doll of Newt because throughout all of this, Ripley is carrying around a nine-year-old, which oh, is yeah. so hard to do. Yeah. So she's got to have her like mashed into her neck so you can't see it. It's much, but it, it works much better than the, the fake baby in American Sniper, in my opinion. <laughs> um, that's but, uh, the bar. Yeah, that's the bar. Yeah, The, the American Sniper baby bar. Um, <laughs> Uh, they are walking around. They're trying to, to get back up. And then they walk around the corner and they hear the more, more baboons than you've heard in all the movies so far. Oh, they boy. <sighs> and then they hear like a squelching sound. And I love Sigourney Weaver's performance in this whole movie. But this look in particular is just such a perfect like, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? It's <laughs> just like <laughs> it's still happening. Because you don't even know. You see this giant white larva worm thing go Ew. and lay an egg and go and lay another egg. And they pull back and they pull back. And Ripley looks around, there's eggs everywhere. And they pull back, and there is the biggest alien you've ever seen with this giant, like, headdress thing, armored headdress, an even larger mouth. It's probably 20 feet tall or something like that. And it's connected like, you know, uh, uh, a wasp or an ant queen. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah, alien it's a queen. queen. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that lays the eggs. And it's got yeah. all these arms stuck to the sides of the wall. It's an amazing shot. It's really scary. Um, the, uh, the queen seems to be able to signal to its drones or soldiers to come in, but they're all moving very slow. They're not just attacking like they're in the egg chamber. So it's different. And they all kind of like slowly are approaching Ripley, and the Queen is like, "Go get her!" And they're walking towards her. And then Ripley turns and lights one of the the eggs on fire. And the Queen goes, "Ah!" and like freaks out because it's her eggs. And then she she does it like she's gonna do to the next egg. And the Queen's like, "All right, back off, back off, back off!" And the other aliens go. Girl, girl. oh she's gonna negotiate the <laughs> yeah. queen is gonna negotiate negotiate now. so the queen the queen starts talking um and it's andy circus no uh, <laughs> he can do anything <laughs> he can do what anything can't He do? <laughs> <laughs> so uh then the queen kind of fucks with her though and like another alien gets too close and Ripley is like oh you don't fuck with me She lights everything on fire, swings the the flamethrower around in a big circle. Um, Everything's like the queen is screaming and is like clawing at everything. Ripley is shooting. She has this look of, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like intensity on Mm -hmm. her face, just killing everything inside. She's killing the aliens. She starts throwing grenades and blowing up the room. She's just going nuts. And then she makes her escape and is running up the, the staircase. Uh, behind her, you see the queen strip itself off of the huge white worm egg laying. Uh, it's such a its gross
4: shot—the like yeah. detaching from the little egg canal. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, and doesn't she? She shoots like grenades into it, and it's exploding, yes, and so. yolks are coming out. Yes, I think so. disgusting. It's so gross. Disgusting. <laughs> so there, she's running. She gets up to the stairs. She gets to this big. Oh, because first she had taken this freight elevator like you know a hundred stories into the ground or something she gets into it she gets in the elevator they go to the top they get out everything is even more you know girders are falling the whole place looks like it's gonna collapse Mm -hmm. she gets up there and the ship is gone they they look up and she goes damn you bishop damn you bishop then they see the other elevator start to come up behind them and the elevator comes up the elevator comes up and the door opens and there's a pause it looks like there's nothing in there. And then the queen, who knows how to use an elevator, walks out the Get out of here, Queen.
2: <laughs>
0: they uh Queen comes out and they're they're back, you know, they're, they're on a cliff basically, like there's nowhere to go. And Ripley goes, Close your eyes, baby, like cause they're about to die and they have no ammo. And then right when they're the queen's about to kill them. The ship comes down into view with the land, with the you know uh, gateway, the, the gangway. Yeah, my mm-hmm. vocabulary is deserting me. Uh, extended Bishop has a you know like here I am look on his face. Ripley sees it. They jump onto the to the thing. They run up into the ship. The queen is clawing after them, and they fly away. And Bishop was like, the platform was too unstable. Like I just figured I'd hover out there because you know I didn't want to fall. They're flying away, the counter is getting down 10, 9, 8, they're up, you know, they're getting a mile away, they're getting two miles away, you see the, you know, beginnings of an explosion behind them, it reaches zero, there's a gigantic thermonuclear explosion that turns everything white, the ship is hit by a giant shockwave, they're riding it, you don't know if they're going to make it, and then they come out of it and they're safe, and they're flying back up to the spaceship. Wow. They land back on the spaceship. Yeah, that's that's what everybody probably said in the theater. It's definitely what I say every time. Um, <laughs> they get back up there. They're in the, the loading dock where they first got in the drop ship and um, Bishop. Oh, that's when Bishop is like, you know, the landing thing was too unstable. That's mm-hmm. why I, you know, scared you mm-hmm. by flying away and scared the audience, too. And uh, Sigourney Weaver finally respects him and she goes, Bishop, you did good. And he's like, thank you. And this could be the end of the movie. But then they hear a hissing sound and they look Uh, down and there's some acid on the ground eating away into the dock. And then Bishop's chest, a giant blade comes through his chest. He starts squirting milk all over the place. He's going, (laughs) ah! We pull back. This queen has stowed away on the bottom of their ship and has speared him with her tail lifts him up into her arms, grabs him and rips him in half like a doll and throws him across the room. The queen now who towers over Ripley looks to eat Newt and Sigourney Weaver goes, no, over here, over here, draws its attention, backs away. She's like, Newt, run. Like Newt runs and like hides under the floorboards uh, once again with those grates that were so useful uh, Mm. that they found behind the studio. (laughs) Sigourney Weaver like disappears. You're like, what is she doing? What is she doing? The queen is clanking all over the ground uh, nude is hiding under the grates. The queen is pulling, using her very human hands to pull up grates and just like swoop down and try and grab her like she's a mouse. And then all of a sudden, the queen hears a noise, looks over, a doorway opens. And Sigourney Weaver comes out in the loader thing from earlier in the movie with the two Mm. giant pinchers, which is about the same size as the queen. And she goes, get away from her, you bitch. (laughs) They they get into hand-to-hand combat. They're fighting. They're fighting. It's great. They're swooping. The queen sticks her head in between the bars of the cockpit and the mouth comes out, but it's not long enough to eat Sigourney Weaver. So, it's snapping in her face. Uh, She's fighting her. She's fighting her. Ripley pushes a control on the thing to open the door to space, basically, which creates a vacuum. Newt's holding on for dear life. The queen is sucked towards space, but in that little car door, she like clamps her hands on the side and starts climbing up back into the ship. Sigourney Weaver is also pulled in with the whole suit and the suit is blocking the queen's escape. But Sigourney Weaver gets out of the cockpit. She climbs against the pull of, you know, the vacuum of space gets on top closes the door and blasts the queen into space and finally, <gasps> oh, yeah. finally they're safe. yeah and that is truly the end of the danger the last Oof. little scene is bishop who is in like a bag basically and because he was ripped in half but he's still alive so he's in like an android like medical bag and hicks who's like severely you know he's missing an arm he's, he's eaten by acid Oof. he's in a hibernation chamber And Newt is put in and Ripley says goodnight. And then Ripley gets into her hibernation thing and they go into space, hopefully, to be rescued. Holy shit. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes.
4: (laughs) Yes. Five stars. Do you think that you could just hold on when there's a door open to space? Do you think you could just hold on with I your guess, arms? you know, because they
0: <laughs> do it in 2001. Everybody's like, is that possible? And Stanley Kubrick's like, I looked and it is. And you're like, all right, we trust you. Stanley's Kubrick. Like <laughs> yes.
1: All I needed was for one person to tell me <laughs> yes, and I
0: believe it. <laughs> I looked into it. Cool, cool, like you cool. Cool, cool. Yeah.
2: Holy shit. Yeah. That was fucking great. Such that a was movie. really good. Uh, okay, so since I've had a child, it has really just been made very evident to me how many horror movies are about motherhood. This one really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and this one definitely is. Like, yeah. I don't. Even, I, I mean, it's just crazy how often it comes up actually in movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so it's so effective. Like, it's
1: it's sort of the unquestionable justification of like I'm gonna. I'm going to do whatever it I'll takes. I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill you over my kid. Or like, right. like yeah, it's just there. You can't fight against that. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Wow. The most primal of, of, of urges. Mm-hmm. Not urges. Mm-hmm.
4: Instincts. <laughs> Instincts. Yeah, that's the word. Instincts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the motherhood urge. <laughs>
1: As we all know. Urge to mother. As <laughs> we all know it to be.
0: To yeah. Be told. Wow. Uh, I uh, also recalled something that I can't remember where he said this, um, but there's a quote from Steven Spielberg where he says, everyone thinks I'm sentimental. James Cameron is sentimental. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's true. There's a lot of very raw, you know, uh, yeah. emotion in these things, you know. Also, it's, like, uh, why
4: is is that? Is it bad to be sentimental? I don't think so. <laughs> I
0: don't think, think so. so. Let men experience their emotions. Let them have emotions. You both should yeah. be that
2: sentimental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Guys, just <she's> be sentimental. <laughs> also, guys, you're filmmakers. That's a good thing. It's
1: a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <sighs> this
2: makes me really curious about the other ones, too, now. I, wa- I want to know.
1: Beyond Alien and Aliens, I have not seen this thing. I haven't seen any of the Prometheus, uh, whatever. I, I've seen, well, and I've seen Predator, but I haven't seen because then it becomes alien versus Predator type situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: baby. <laughs> alien versus Predator We're getting into a very different direction than these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, I enjoyed a lot of Prometheus and Alien Covenant, but just because I love the first two so much, I almost have to separate those two pairs. Right. As two yeah. different series in my mind, because they get a little bit more into the history of how the aliens came to be in those other movies, mm. and there's a part of me that's like, I don't care, I don't want to know. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. works as an Doesn't as an matter. unknown thing, mm-hmm. like it's just something that comes out of space and we don't know yeah. where it came from. Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's just such a tendency with all the this IP now is like we have to find out. You know, the most famous being like, well, how did Darth Vader become Darth Vader? How did this become this? Right, like, yeah. where did these mm-hmm. people meet each other? It's like I don't, I don't care. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's good, it's, it's good. Yeah,
1: especially we talk about this <laughs> a lot with horror. That like that is often where horror sort of goes off the rails because the more you explain something, sometimes the less interesting it becomes and yeah. the less scary it's sort of like. What if we just didn't know and that and we could just be like that's scary in its own right? But you know, yeah. the more you can explain it, the more movies you can make, and the
4: more.
0: Even in like neat. non non horror things, like in that Sopranos episode where they—I don't know if you guys have seen the Sopranos, but um, I no,
4: I've seen some of it. Guys,
0: let's watch it. <laughs> let's watch watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a famous episode where two characters go take this Russian into the woods to kill him, and he okay, gets away. Okay, I have away. seen that one. I've seen yeah. like the,
1: like the first half of the show, but it's good. That yeah. one I've seen.
0: That one, it's like, and then they never find him. He escapes and they wound him and they don't know if he's dead. And the show never answers it. And fans were like, well, is he dead or is he alive? And they're like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, yeah. You, you don't know. That's the tension of that episode is like, yeah. exactly. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, in, exactly. Sometimes in life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes we don't get answers and you just got to yeah. deal with it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, oh, when you think of things, it's like with the, like with the Kennedy assassination, it's like, we'll just never know. Like, there's stuff no. now that's just like, nope, we'll never know we'll for sure what never happened. Know. Like, there's a lot of stuff. You know. There's
1: a lot of stuff that we'll just never know.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: So. But people will think they know. There are yeah. plenty of people out there who are convinced <laughs> I mean, that they know. Well, that
1: they
3: look,
2: that they they know. I could probably figure it out. I could probably figure it out. Well, we so all we're doing time. our own research, <laughs> you know? So yeah, like, yeah, you're doing <laughs> your own research. You can figure it <laughs> out. I'll figure it out. I can probably figure it out.
0: <laughs>
1: oh wow that was excellent storytelling haley you so really dang. took us on a, thank you, you really i took hope not just journey.
0: ramble like i you no, know that was, movie no. just is like oh, truly I love it was riveting and also
1: there was so much like
2: background that was just woven in seamlessly that we got so much like perfect trivia that we just mm-hmm. never would have known Ugh. otherwise so oh, awesome yeah excellent in, in
1: the end times excellent. when it's just this we're calling on you.
0: I'll do mm-hmm. it. Haley,
1: like, tell us a movie.
0: <laughs> you guys ever seen Ratatouille? Well, settle around. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. to hear you say Ratatouille. I mean, you guys seen a, movie, a movie called Up? Well, let me narrate oh, a famously wordless. <laughs> Perfect. I'm there. Oh, man. Well, that was super fun.
1: Yeah, that was great. Thank you so much for doing it.
0: Thanks so much for having me. Yeah.
1: Well, famously, here we are, very obsessed with Toni Collette and believe her to be <laughs> just undeniably perfect. And we just have to know: is
0: it is she? It's true. Yep.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's
0: true. And what blows my mind yes. is, I think she was 26 when she did the success. Wow. Another movie serious? that where motherhood is very, very, very important to the, yeah. To the story. Yeah. Whoa. Doing a great Philly accent. Decades before Mare of East Town. She Decades? was doing a great Philly. Mm-hmm. Doing a coming from Australia doing a Philly accent, like yeah, it was dude. She's, Oh, she's, her was,
2: Philly accent was so good. Also, she's my style icon in Sixth Sense. Like <laughs> yeah. everything yeah, she wears. Her like her na- her nails, her like gold jewelry, it's like the
0: orange sweater. Lime
1: green like turtleneck. God damn. Yeah. Her lip liner, everything.
0: Everything. So good.
1: 26.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And it's so great. Like, and now that she has, you know, uh, you know, in a different time doing Hereditary and this, like, her her horror record is so nice And
4: Krampus. <laughs> and cr-
0: Krampus. Krampus. Yes. <laughs> can't forget about Krampus.
4: I think we've done, all, we've covered all of the Tony horrors, right? I feel like we yeah. did. What was uh, the other one? Tony
0: horror picture show? Is the that Tony horror, horror pic show? Show. <laughs> picture show. Why right?
1: can't we say, the picture is the word. The Tony horror picture, picture show.
0: <laughs> the Tony horror picture <laughs> show. Picture show. Thank you,
4: yes. <laughs> oh, Fright, fright Night's the other one. Oh, yeah. Fright, fright night.
0: night. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. This is great. This is great news. Thank her. you for that. We love her. It's great news. It's great news. <laughs> I
0: can confirm she is awesome. Excellent. For us personally,
1: <laughs> it's great news.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, well, Well. and also, Haley, I mean, uh, K- Kaminsky Method on Netflix. What, what things do you wish for our listeners yes. to? To check it
0: yeah. out. Uh, We got Kaminsky Method, which is available on Netflix. We have the final season of Goliath, which is available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a film earlier this year called Not an Artist with Matt Walsh, the Riza, Alexi Pappas, and many other great people Betsy and, and improvisers. Uh, yes, Betsy Sedaro, who's fantastic. I, I heard the episode she did with you guys, oh, which is hilarious. we to love Betsy. She's the best. Uh, and then just recently, I did a movie with Allison Brie and Dave Franco, which they wrote and uh, he directed, Ooh, called uh, cool. "Somebody I Used to Know" with Jay Ellis and Kirstie Clemens and a bunch of other oh, great cool. people. Wait, was this
1: so? Is this when you went to the Overlook? I can't believe I forgot yes. to ask you. Oh yeah, oh that's God. when I was
0: there. Yeah, yeah. What was I, that like? I mean, it just crazy because you know it was only an hour outside of Portland when we were shooting. I was that's like, I have crazy. a Saturday. Whoa. I'm just gonna drive and take a couple photos How and walk it around that a close? bit. I, and that, like, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was in, like, Colorado or something. That's, what I the guess that's where is the movie sets book. it, but I yeah. think, but
1: in real life, yeah, it's in... Yeah, out there. Yeah, it's but so it's crazy. super
0: cool. And just like I could go off on Kubrick forever, but like the, the hotel is a rabbit warren. Like there's very few big rooms. Like it's very, it was built in the 30s Ooh, from a, the creepy. works. Was it a WPA thing? It was like a, a, Rosa, a Roosevelt oh, okay. thing. Okay, interesting. And yeah, very, very interesting. And inside it's just stone. It's like a castle, Ooh. there's fire pits and everything. So the fact that he made you believe that there was something like the banquet hall. And right. that, that was physically yeah. possible that, when like, it totally rent. isn't. Yeah. All those. Yeah. The giant. Like, there's no way. Yeah. It's just it's spatially that movie. That was the other than just it being cool to be there. it was like, wow, to see in person, just how distorted all the spaces uh, in that in that movie are was just uh, really, really cool. Right. Yeah. That's and so and awesome. beautiful. Mount, Mount Hood's beautiful, too.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah. listeners, check those things out. <laughs> Um and yeah, I guess no no voices really in this one. Baboons,
2: so um, though. What are the voices? We
4: usually <laughs> we usually sign off with a with a voice from the film. Like an accent if there is one.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, in... <laughs> I don't know how to do the baboon, so it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's tough. Could also just
4: do um Hudson's Over the top. Game over, man. Game Game over, man. (laughs) So, so from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch, goodbye. Uh, Game Uh, over, man. Game over, over, man. Game over, man
2: thanks for listening to another episode of too scary didn't watch i'm here to remind you to head on over to apple Podcasts where you can rate review and subscribe if you had as much fun as we did we're also on twitter and instagram at tsdw podcast um if we're also on patreon at patreon.com slash tsdw podcast you can sign up for access to things like bonus episodes bingo cards send in suggestions all that type of thing uh I think that's it, except for the fact that we love you forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Okay, see you next week.